Blog Talk Radio. Hello, this is Nick Augustine, and I am your host on this episode of Law Talk Radio, produced by Nick Augustine Public Relations and Creative Content Marketing. Partial support for Law Talk Radio shows come from our sponsor advertisers who cover our production fees. We do encourage our friends and colleagues to help sponsor the production of our Law Talk Radio shows. You can send me an email directly for more information on sponsor plans and benefits at nick, N-I-C-K, at nickaugustinepr.com. Don't forget to share the on-demand links to our episodes in your social media pages when you see something you want to share. Our, all of our podcast channels and programs are available on our website located at nickaugustinepr.com. You can also find our shows on the Law Talk Radio Facebook page. Today's show is our second episode in the world of referrals, and episode two is all about developing your referral mindset. This is a 30-minute program Jim Thompson and I do on Mondays at noon. We'll be going until we're done. We might have a lot of shows coming up. So uh, over the next few weeks, what we will be talking about is why attorneys fail to get the referrals they deserve and need to grow their practice and what they can do about it. Now, that what I just read to you out there is the name of Jim's book. You can get the book if you email Jim directly at J-E-T at lawyersmarketingresource.com. That's lawyers, plural, marketingresource.com. So J-E-T at lawyersmarketingresource.com and ask Jim for a free copy of the book. Um, Jim is going to share with us more reasons why lawyers do not get referrals, what they can do about it. Uh, Again, today is all about the referral mindset. For those of you who do not know us or have not listened yet, Jim Thompson is a retired lawyer who is well-known for helping attorneys get back on track to earning more clients through simple, cost-effective activities. He is the author of, again, Why Lawyers Fail to Get the Referral and What They Can Do About It. Uh, Myself, I am Nick Augustine, and I help lawyers share tips and stories about their practice areas by writing blog content, managing and writing social media, and also producing uh, internet radio podcasts. So we are the uh, content marketing folks here at Nick Augustine PR. And uh, so that is our show today by way of general disclaimer. This is a information uh, and entertainment program, and the information shared on this show does not constitute legal advice, communication with any attorneys on our show, does not give rise to attorney-client relationships, and if anyone has any questions about those things, they should consult with an attorney in their area. Uh, so enough from me. Let's uh, say hello to my co-host, Jim Thompson. Hey, Nick. Uh, glad to be here again. And um, what I want to mention to everyone, too, is we're going to be doing um, a series of these programs. A half hour is just not enough time. And we probably, uh, I guess Nick and I have talked, this is probably going to go for probably five, six, seven months. Uh, so we can't get everything in in a half hour. So if you don't hear something that... Um, uh, comes to mind, you can also shoot me an email at the address that uh, email address that Nick gave, and, and I'll be glad to talk to you individually. Uh, or um, uh, also, if you have any questions that uh, might be beneficial for the rest of the listeners, I'll be glad to to uh, let people know that we have had questions and, and and go ahead and answer them. What we're going to talk about this morning is a referral mindset, and this is probably the the, the starting point, if you will. And what I mean by a referral mindset, and, and it's simply this, having a referral mindset means that you have accepted the notion that the best 
and most economical way to build your practice is by referrals. It might not be the fastest way, and after all, it's a process. It's going to take time. And over, as I said, over the next coming weeks, we're going to talk about the ways that um, you can actually start developing your referral mindset. Now, one of the interesting things, when I talk to attorneys, a group of attorneys or individual attorneys, you know, I'll go ahead and ask them, I'll say, well, well do you have a referral mindset? And 99% of them will say, sure, Jim, I've got a referral mindset. I want referrals. And then I'll ask the next question, well, what what do you mean by a referral mindset? And it's, well, I think it's important to get referrals, and, and I want all the referrals I can possibly get. And great, and, and so they think this is the referral mindset. We're going to talk about something entirely different. And, and I'll ask them, I'll say, well, how do, how do you ask your clients? What do you do when you, when you have a client and, and you ask for a referral? How do, you, how do you go about that process? And usually it's something like, well, I'll say to the client uh, after we're done doing whatever we're doing for them, you know, by the way, if, um, if, if you have someone out there that can use my services, you know, please keep me in mind and, and, and refer me. Well, what usually happens there is the person walks out the door never to think of you again as far as giving you a referral. And we're going to talk later on and in, in the coming weeks about um, a referral mindset and your client's referral mindset. Once that person walks out the door, though, they're not thinking about you. So we're going to talk about your referral mindset today. And I want to tell you just a little hint. Next week, we're going to be talking about how you can actually develop the mindset, the referral mindset of your clients. But back to your referral mindset. Um, one of the things I want, to, I want to share with you, too, a lot of attorneys I talk to, it comes up and they say, well, Jim, if, if I do good work for, for a client, they're going to simply refer me. Well, let me, let me tell you right now, if you don't do good work, you will not get referrals. If you don't do good work, you're not going to get any referrals whatsoever, and that's pretty straightforward. But just doing good work is not going to guarantee that you'll get referrals because the client, as we talked about last week, may not even know you want referrals. So just doing the good work does not get you the referrals you need. Now, let me go through, and I want to, I want to go very slowly in this, and I want to talk to you about what a referral mindset really means. Hey, Jim. And, Yes, sir. As we as we go through this, um, what I find really helpful is I think about these things as habits. So just as we, you know, just as we would try to have better health habits, eating habits, exercise habits, business habits are also you know something that uh, a lot of folks have programs where things happen in these 30-day periods and all this. But really, it's you have to practice this like a habit. So that might be helpful to some people to think about it in those terms. Oh, yeah. I mean, and, and what I just said up above, uh, just because you say you have a referral mindset doesn't mean it's going to bring you referrals. This is a process. It's going to take time. And over the coming weeks, as I mentioned, we're going to show you how you can develop your referral mindset. And we're also going to show you how you can develop your client's referral mindset. And we're going to take you through some steps and some things that you can do that, that you're going to, to um, practice. Uh, it's just like anything else. You do not uh, develop something without practicing it. I can sit here all day and tell you this is what you should do and give you hints and health 
uh, helpful hints on, on what to do. But if you don't do it, it's not going to make any. It's not going to be beneficial for you. So one of the things we're going to start doing as we continue with these programs is give you these hints and show you how you can do things on a daily basis that are going to remind you to get referrals. But right now, all we want to do is kind of set the stage, if you will. So let me get back to having a referral mindset, and this is simply what it means. Number one, you embrace referrals as the best way to build your practice. Now, I know that maybe uh, everybody's going to say, well, gee, sure, that, that sounds great. I, I'm going to do that. I, I do embrace referrals as the best way to grow my practice, but we're talking about actually doing it. The second thing I want you to understand is getting referrals will become your primary method for building your practice. No, I said primary. It's not going to be the only way. There's other things you're going to have to be doing along the way. But this, at some point, will become the primary source for you getting more and better business. Now, when you truly advise, go ahead, I'm sure. Go ahead. My idea, this comes from um, a friend of uh, both mine and Jim's. Her name is Nancy. And one of the things that she always talked about was when in, in client generation, getting clients, this whole concept of, you know, in addition to what we're talking about today, um, the general gestalt, if you will, of all the different things that we do to advertise. So, you know, some people advertise on, uh, you know, this on Avo or diff, you know, this site or Dex or, you know, it's, they're doing social media, they're doing blogs. There's the way, a lot of people are of the mindset, uh, like Nancy, of the way that this all works with the Internet, that all these little things are pieces of the puzzle. So, again, uh, don't forget that a lot of those other things are important, and um, just think of the, you know, the greater impact everyone has on uh, the Internet and all that. So just wanted to throw that in there you know, in addition. So don't forget to be doing all those other things. Oh, yeah, I don't, I don't want anybody to think that, I'm telling people that this is the only way that you're going to grow your business. There's a lot of other avenues out there. You know, the but PR the that you do, Nick. Yeah, and, and the PR that you do, the social media, the websites. You're going to have to do these things, but you're going to have to integrate them all. Now, when you do truly adopt that referral mindset, everything you're going to be doing in your business, you will be focused on getting more and better referrals. And again, this may sound strange to you, or you may say you're doing it now, but we're going to, in the next number of weeks, teach you how you can really start putting that into practice. Now, again, when you have that referral mindset, it will not be something that uh, you know is nice to have every now and then. It is going to become a regular part of the way you do business, as Nick mentioned. You know, you just don't think about referrals today and six months from now you think, well, I've got to go out and get more referrals. This is going to become part of your daily process, part of the things you do on a daily basis. And don't be scared because don't tell me that. And I have attorneys say, Jim, I just don't have time to be doing some of the things. Well, you do, and we're going to show you how you can do some of that too. And these yeah, are because great things. Especially because but buying, a lot of people want to buy the marketing. You, yes, you can throw money at things, but throwing, you know, when we think about the investment, the investment of your time, and something that Jim talks about in one of his programs is allowing yourself to do the time to do marketing, you know, giving yourself that, 
uh, hour in the morning. You know, you can, it would be nice to just write a check, and there are companies out there to help you with that. But even my company, um, I work with all my lawyer clients on what types of things their clients are asking for, what content is, you know, because uh, they're the ones in the office on the day-to-day, and they know what phone calls are coming in. So, um, you know, you can't just – it would be nice to just write a check and be done with it all, but – You know, you have to engage and get into this. And once you start thinking about it, like the habits we're talking about, it becomes, you know, you keep getting more ideas and more ideas. And it just kind of is one of those, like a snowball going down a hill. Yeah, and it becomes kind of second nature because you start doing these things. And as you do them, they become a habit. And Mm -hmm. it's it's difficult. Exactly, and it's difficult what we're talking about right now. You're thinking, probably many of you out there are thinking, well, you know, I don't have time, I can't do this. But as we go through the process and we show you the few things that you can start doing, and some of the things, as I said, are not going to take an awful lot of time, you're going to find that you're doing a lot more than you ever thought you could possibly do. And then once you start getting that referral build up, you're going to, you know, really see, well, boy, uh, this is really, really work for me because most of the clients I work with, when they get it, and sometimes it takes a while for people to have that light bulb go off. But once it goes off, they go, this is something that really, really has worked for me and that once, again, that light bulb goes off and they start getting the referrals and they start building their practice by more and more referrals, it's just like, why didn't I do this before? In my own practice, in my own consulting practice, I can tell you, um, it took me a while for me to even realize some of the things that I teach. But anyway, let's go back to a couple other things. Um, one of the things that, that I, I, I sit when I do a, a seminar or there's a bunch of people in a room and, and we'll, we'll ask for definitions of what a referral is. And, of course, we'll go around and we'll get all the different definitions and some of them are very, you know, the um, textbook-type definitions. Some of them are off-the-wall definitions. But I had somebody stand up one time a while back and say, Jim, best definition I ever heard of a referral was it's gold. Referral is gold. And another young lady raised her hand and she said, I like that, but i got to add one word to it. And that one word was pure. And I think, quite frankly, that's the best definition I've ever heard of a referral. It's pure gold. And it's pure gold that's for good. a number of reasons. Yeah. And we'll explore, again, some of those things. Um, a few things I want to talk about uh, and again, time is short. I just want to get your mind thinking. But some of the benefits of referrals that you may have thought about and you may not have thought about. And again, if we start talking about some of these things, the light bulbs may go off a little bit quicker. One of the things that attorneys hate is to be told that they have to market or they have to sell. And I'll, I'll, I'll be talking to an attorney now. I'll talk to them about their marketing and their their eyes a lot of times will glaze over and we'll talk about them having to sell. And, of course, boy, they, they don't want to hear that. But one of the neat things about referrals is that you don't have to sell. Somebody is out there doing the selling for you. When somebody refers you, they are pre-selling you. They are telling that person how great an attorney you are and you are the person they need to contact to help them with their problem. So basically when that person comes into your office, you are not having to sell them on what you do because you've already had testimonials, if you will, out there about how great you are. All you've got to do is sit down and listen to their problem. If you can help them, 
they're going to be a client, obviously, if they can afford you. They're going to become a client. You don't have to sit down and tell them that, you know, you've won all these cases and you've done all this and all this other stuff that a lot of attorneys think they have to do. You have already been pre-sold. They're coming through the door. They know what a great attorney you are. So you can, you know, you can forget the selling part right, right away. Um, and, and, and that's really important. And most attorneys don't think about that. They don't think, well, gee, if I get a referral, I really don't have to do any selling. Um, something else that happens when you start getting a lot of referrals, your reputation in the community, in the legal community, in your community where you live, when people start finding out you are the go-to attorney, your reputation is totally enhanced by the referrals you're getting. And think about this. If somebody is referring, you get a doctor, and, and the doctor can't, you can't get in to see the doctor because he has so many patients because people are referring him all these patients. He must be one heck of a doctor. You don't know what kind of a doctor he is one way or another, but he's getting all these referrals, so he must have something. He must be good. So, therefore, um, when you start getting these referrals, you're going to be the person to go to. Okay? This is something that uh, we all, uh, when I was in practice, and I'm sure every attorney out there, we all have clients that we wish we didn't have. We get to hate for one reason or another, and we find out, gosh, you know, I wish I didn't have that client, but I can't get rid of him because he's paying me pretty much, uh, and I need the money right now. Well, if you start getting referrals, you're going to be in a position to pick and choose the clients that you want. When those clients come through the door, they've been referred by somebody, and Basically, that person that's referring you is going to pretty much know uh, what you expect in a referral. Now, we're going to talk about this in one of the future shows about how you can train your, your clients who become your referral ambassadors, and I just threw out that term, which we'll talk about at great length later on too. But your clients who become your referral ambassadors, you're going to um, teach them uh, the type of clients that you want to work with. So right away you're going to start alleviating some of the problem clients. Is it going to re alleviate all of them? Heck no, because sometimes you're not going to know. But the, 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 the clients that you don't like, you're going to be reduced. Uh, the, the, the clients coming through your door that you don't want to work with is going to be reduced quite a bit. Um, I want to share this with people, and maybe we'll get some feedback. I want to take about two or three minutes to talk about this, Nick. And that is that when, when you are asking for referrals and people start referring you, you are actually helping others. And I'm going to digress just a little bit and talk about something that, that I, I did at a, a seminar I did oh, about six or seven months ago. I was giving a talk to about 150 lawyers and CPAs and financial guys and we were talking about referrals. And one of the things I stood up and I said to them, I said, you know, I, I wonder, do you think that you have an obligation to ask for referrals. And everybody kind of looked at me like, mm, I don't know where he's going. I'm not going <laughs> to, you know, I'm not going to dare raise my hand because, you know, I don't, I don't want to be, you know, uh, look like I'm greedy or anything. Then I, the next question I asked, I said, do you think that you have the best product or service for your clients? If you do, raise your hand. And, of course, everybody raised their hands. I said, okay, now let me back up a minute. All of you have said that you have the best product or service that you can deliver for your client. 
So let me talk a little bit about the obligation you may have to ask for referrals. And that is simply this. If you have the best service or the best product and you have just provided that service, don't you have an obligation to share what you know, what you have, what you can do with the friends or relatives, business associates of the person you just did it for? We're going to explore this in a lot greater detail. But just, if any of you are out there, I'd like you to just think about that, and I'd like some feedback. That is, do have you comment. have an obligation? Sure, go ahead. Sure. You know, there's a lot of uh, a lot of state a lot of states have gone to adopting different marketing ideas and practices, and specifically, you know, there were there used to be the prohibitions that you couldn't do anything other than a, a you know a telephone book ad. Um, so, and as so anyway, states are catching up to uh, all the different avenues for marketing, and a lot of the rules have policy comments, and the policy comments that I've seen in several states. Um, are all pretty similar where they talk about uh, the general public is benefited by knowing skilled and valued attorneys to help them. And so it's a matter of public policy. Yes, if you are someone who is skilled in a certain practice area and you have had the experience of some of the cases and some of the things that happen, um, you know, for those of you who've never worked in law firms or been around it, you think you've seen anything? No. There's the strangest things in reality pop up from time to time, and in the people who know how to deal with the oddball stuff, those are the great lawyers. And the general public is, you know, the, I believe that those great lawyers have a duty um, and an ethical responsibility as members of society to to let people know. So yes, that's my answering your question. Jim, do you have a duty uh, to do referral marketing? I say yes. Yeah, and, and I think once we start getting that word out, attorneys and other professionals and other people, they have this natural tendency that they're kind of afraid to ask for referrals because it, you know, for a number of different reasons, which we touched a little bit on last time and we'll touch more on as to why. But when you look at it and going and looking at it from the standpoint of I have an absolute obligation and you sit down with your client and say, I want to share something with you. I feel like I have an obligation to ask you to refer me or to at least let people know that if you come across somebody that needs my services, that you've got somebody that you can help. And you start that conversation, and we're going to go into this a little bit more in detail in one of our future shows, but I just wanted to throw that up. Two other quick things, um, and then I want to share something else. Uh, one of the things uh, when you're getting referrals, there's usually no pricing concerns. You know, you get somebody that comes in your office and they want to know how much you're going to charge them for this or how much you're going to charge them for that. Usually when you're referred, that person referring you has probably told them about what they you know, what you charge and that type of thing. So when they're sitting down, they're not sitting in that chair going, oh, is she going to charge me 250 an hour, $300 an hour, $400 an hour, or $10,000? They pretty much come in knowing what the ballpark is going to be as far as your charges. So that's not usually, it doesn't become a real concern. The last thing, real quick, is the return on investment for referrals is absolutely incredible. When you think about it, <clears throat> you know, if you, one, pay a website designer. You pay for yellow pages. 
and, and you sit down and you look at what that costs you per client, and then you look at what a referral may cost you, almost next to nothing. Now, depending on the state you're in, uh, most most lawyers cannot fee split and things of that nature, and obviously you cannot fee split with a non-lawyer. So if somebody refers you, uh, you're not going to put any money out. You may send them a birthday card, a, a, a gift certificate of a nominal value or something like that, but that referral is not going to cost you much. So you got a heck of a great return on investment for your your, your efforts in, in starting and in, in building your referral practice. Um, we, we've touched on those highlights, and the reason I wanted to touch the highlights is so that people start thinking in terms of, oh, yeah, this is what referrals can really do for me. Uh, it's not just the buzzword, yeah, I want referrals. It, it's, it's, I really want to make it a process in my practice to get referrals. In coming programs, we're going to talk about how you can get even your staff on board to get you referrals. Now, we're, we're getting close, pretty close to the time, so I want to do really a couple of real quick things. The next show, we're going to talk about developing your client's referral mindset. And when I do programs, I, I used to say that the your referral mindset is important and your client's referral mindset is important. And then I've almost come to the conclusion that, yes, your referral, you're developing a referral mindset is very important, but almost as, as important and maybe more important is the referral mindset of your client. We're going to talk about that in great detail in the program next week. But um, I want to share a secret with you. And a lot of people don't understand this. And this is one of those things that's going to start developing your referral mindset and how you go about how you go about building your practice by uh, getting more and better clients. And the secret is simply this. And you may have never thought about this, but your clients want to refer you. You may have never heard anybody say that, but there's been studies done about people want to help people. They want to help you. So they want to refer you. If they can help you by giving you referrals, they're certainly going to do that because it's just human nature. Think about when somebody has asked you, do you know a good doctor? Do you know a good restaurant? Do you know a good dentist? Whatever. And so you people, are able to Jim, leave. you know why? It's because people want people like to be in the position of being a, someone who's trusted with knowledge, someone whose opinion matters, and someone who has something they can do to help others. So there is a sec. It's kind of like uh, when you look at personal injury cases and uh, the people who they talk about secondary gain. Uh, people who like to go to the doctor a lot um, because they like the attention. There's some part of that. That's kind of the psychology that I always think about is that secondary gain because you have something. It's just like if someone has to borrow your car, you know, and you're lending the car to someone. You're trusting them. That trust is an asset. So it is true. People do want to send and make referrals to the lawyers because they look like someone who knows what's going on. They know the right person to talk to. They're not a, they're not a dummy. Absolutely, and it makes you feel good when you do that. One thing I yep. want to make sure we talk about is kind of the tip of the week, and this comes from I had spent, oh, probably this last week with two or three clients who their business, they've been in practice for a while, and their business has really gone up. And I said to them very quickly uh, and succinctly, well, what are you doing to connect with or stay in touch with clients you've done work for? Three of them said, Really, nothing. 
they were that bold about it. That, you know, that they don't. They, they do something for a client, and you know, the client's out the door. I said very simply, you need to think about reconnecting with these clients that you haven't done things for in the last six months, in the last year, maybe even the last two years. We talked about some of the things that they can be doing. Um, you know, sending a note card, sending a birthday card, not salesy, but just reconnecting with people. You will be surprised. I've had clients do this, and it's, it's surprised them when all of a sudden they, 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 they get a, a phone call from someone and say, John, I've been thinking, I need to get back in to see you to, to redo my, my will or to, to do that trust we talked about. And just simple, uh, 40, what is it now, 46 cents, I guess, or 47, whatever the stamp is now. You know, sending a nice little birthday card, sending a nice little note card. Um, you know, it was nice when we had New Year's, you know, you could send a New Year's card to someone. We could, um, but there's a birthday coming up. You know, even the St. Patrick's Day, if, if it's appropriate. Sure. Just start connecting. And start connecting with two or three clients a day. You know, get yourself a stack of nice cards and just, you know, hey, John, I've been thinking about you. I hope everything's going well. Well, and there's You'd it's, be it's surprised so true that how that works. How many people out there, we don't, who know, we know a lot of people, but we don't always talk to them frequently. I'll use the example of Facebook. Um, different times, different content gets shared, gets different responses. So you just never know who's out there. There's more people out there. There are more ears uh, and eyes and ears listening and watching. And a lot of people don't always, uh, you know, jump up and say hello. But there's a lot of people in our lives that we don't always remember that they're there. So it's good to kind of, you know, take efforts to reconnect. That's why I like the, you know, sending out newsletters that are sometimes like just little nice little things. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Little tidbits, you know. It doesn't have to be a big sales pitch or, you know. No, and I would stay away from a sales type pitch. I would just make it, you know, I was thinking about you. We know when somebody's birthday, we maybe know when their spouse's birthday is, maybe their kid's graduating from high school or college. Something's going on. One of the things I like to do with my clients is have them reconnect uh, with their clients at least once a month by a card. And it, it, I know it sounds like an awful lot, but when you start thinking, well, we've got Thanksgiving, we've got New Year's, we've got maybe St. Patrick's Day, we've got, even in some cases, Valentine's Day, we've got birthdays, we've got uh, kids' graduations, we've got July 4th. But once a month, there's something that goes on that you can just send a card just to stay on the top of their mind. Exactly. Once, once we get going in this referral thing, we're going to talk about building your referral ambassadors and staying in touch with them. But you want to stay top of the mind with clients, people you've done work for, you may have done an estate for someone. Guess what? They may have a friend, a neighbor, a colleague that needs an estate, but if you don't stay in touch with that person, they're going to go and refer probably somebody else or that person is going to go to someone else, and you're losing the business when it would take a nice little note card to keep on the top of their mind. Just exactly, simple little exactly. things like this we're going to be talking about that, that it doesn't take an awful lot of time to send nope, three cards a day or two cards a we, day or one card a day, yeah. And it doesn't take a lot of time to listen to this episode either. It's 30 minutes. We're out of time now, but if you see this, you know, you're seeing this, you're listening to this, you think other people might, 
you know, be someone, you know, other people might take advantage of some of this information. Your sharing this makes you look like a person who knows what's going on because you're paying attention to your referral mindset. And everyone's trying to, you know, catch up to technology keeps changing. Sometimes things work. We try them. We change our minds, do other things. But to be in the mindset and create the habits of getting these referrals is all what we're talking about. We're going to be talking more about this next week. Here are the emails again. You can get in touch with us. Jim Thompson is J-E-T at lawyersmarketingresource.com. Go ahead and ask him for a copy of the ebook. Um, and my email, nick at nickaugustinepr.com. I can help everyone with uh, content marketing blogs, newsletters, and all that good stuff too. Um, I, you know, Both of us, Jim and I, are, are quite happy to give away free advice to people. If people want to be clients, hey, great, we're doing our good job. But uh, we just want to uh, make this a better place for everybody. And um, so we will be back next week. Jim, you want to give them a teaser for next week again? Well, like again, I, I mentioned, Nick, we're going to be talking about not only your referral mindset, but the most important thing is changing your client's referral mindset so that they begin yep. to refer people to you. Very good, very good. We're on time. We're going. We've gone all over over a little bit, but uh, that's okay for the recorded people listening. Um, Jim, I want to thank you for your time. Thank you, everyone uh, at home, for listening. Please do share our programs. Uh, we do this for everybody out there. So we'll be back next Monday at noon. Uh, we'll be doing these shows until we decide to quit doing them. Mondays at noon on Law Talk Radio. Thank you all for your time. Uh, Jim, any final last words? No, everyone go out and have a great week and think about getting referrals. And if you have any exactly. questions, please shoot me an email. All right. All right. Thanks, Thank you, everyone. See ya. Yep. Thanks, Jim. Bye-bye.